0: I'm trying to elevate small talk to medium talk. Hi, I'm Alexander Chester. And oh, off. now, now, that's it, there, <laughs> faster. <laughs>
1: And I'm Bob Sinetsky, and I'm just a guy who rents a room here. Welcome back to Pretty
0: Good Friends, a friends podcast between pretty good friends. We are here today to discuss season two, episode three, the one where Heckles dies, which originally aired on October 5th, 1995. How have you been surviving in these last 28 years in the, in the uh, post heckles universe?
1: I have not been surviving very well quite lately, to tell mm. you the truth. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, um, I, I'm
0: feeling pretty good. I just put I just put five different chesters to bed in 15 minutes.
1: Right, pretty good. No, I was referring to my lack of survival and and survivor. Oh yeah. Okay, but you're You're, you're adding to that out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do I have to listen? or to you? It's a big trick I have. I don't know. Everyone's been lying to me a lot lately. <laughs> no, okay, that's true. that's fair. <laughs> See, that was a good lie. Now you keep yeah. in. But it, but <laughs> it, it won't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but to be fair Most of the people who were lying to me I knew were lying to me mm-hmm. and There was only one person who was lying to me who I know eh, more than one person Whatever it doesn't matter
0: How many perfectly fine fellows are these people going to vote out Over the most superficial and insignificant things <laughs>
1: Very true Okay Let's um, Should we just jump into the episode Let's, just Let's jump,
0: jump in yeah well but yeah. first Pearl Jam First Pearl Jam So I, I'm going to say that that uh tonight we're gonna we're the show's gonna be about friends i actually don't know what i'm talking about exactly
1: we start out at oh wait what who's the who's the writer who's the oh my god i can't believe dude we forgot to talk about curb is back did we not discuss that did it,
0: did that news officially break between last episode and this episode? I think so. All right, I can't tell the word order of time is going anymore.
1: Yeah. 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 So,
0: we're we're 2 months away from more curb, which means we'll be taking a break in the middle of season 2 of uh Friends. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, no, we're definitely prefer preferring uh, preferring um curb over friends. Yeah. Um so yeah, I guess we'll you know we'll just continue with friends for the time being. I mean, I guess if there's some sort of like uh, you know, preparatory um something or project or quick just to whet our appetites to get in the curb mind of things, well we could think about that over. Yeah. Well a Jonas of weeks.
0: the Roofer is flying us out there
1: obviously that is what we were promised that is yeah. what we promised and why would jonas the roofer lie yeah. on a promise that he could who, definitely deliver yeah. who on? has more power in, in the <laughs> Enthusiasm universe than, uh, than that yeah, the, yeah. the fat the fat roofer who broke the roof yeah he definitely carries a lot of sway yeah um so yeah so we'll definitely be uh jumping back into uh being pretty 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 good for a little bit um mm-hmm. and taking a break from pretty good friends and then um you know it's a long time from now, so we'll see where everything is. We'll see if there even is a world. Mm. Um, the world is expanding, I'm told, and that's definitely true and will never be disproven. Yes. So Chandler comes home in our cold open, arriving at Monica and Chandler's place. Sorry, Monica and Rachel's place. And he has uh, returned home from a date, and he lets them know that he's breaking up with her because her nostrils are too big.
0: Yeah. And no. this this line, which I you know paraphrased earlier, how many perfectly fine women are you going to reject over the most superficial and significant things? I mean, that's
1: straight out of Seinfeld. Yeah, I mean that's his whole personality, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I mean, like that's not straight out of Seinfeld. That that's the show, <laughs> or like that's the that's like the, one of the defining characteristics of the Jerry Seinfeld character is breaking yes. up with women over superficial. <laughs> yes, uh, and, and and
0: so yeah, so Chandler's uh, being a poor man's Jerry here. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um. So, every, you know, Chan, Joey comes to Taylor's defense and he's like, hey, I once had to break up a girl be, with a girl because she had a huge Adam's apple. And Ross is like, Joey, um, girls don't have Adam's apples. And when like Joey's like shocked for a minute, is like su- obviously super nervous and homophobic for a moment. And they're like, you know, they realize that, like, you know, they don't want to burst his bubble. So they're, like, ah oh, man, we're joking with you, um, even though they believe this to be a true thing. I mean clearly he uh, kissed a man or kissed a uh, trans woman, um, and I actually looked this up, and apparently it's not even true that females can yeah. have yeah. Adam's apples. They're yeah. just usually not as, as pronounced. Yes, so we don't. So we know nothing. I mean, probably. So probably it was just a, a woman with a with an Adam's apple is the most likely because I feel like. Yeah, we would have probably learned at some point if something different was going on. Or I guess maybe not. I have no idea what the hell was going on hmm. uh, in those times.
0: Yes, um, you are correct, by the way. Everyone has this cartilage, but okay. it's not always visible. The medical term for Adam's apple is laryngeal prominence. Yeah. Yes.
1: All right. Um, so Joey uh, kissed someone with an Adam's apple, and he hmm. liked it. So that's fine. yeah. He didn't mind it at the time, right?
0: Hmm. How did he like them apples?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so we jump, We you know, continuing to the next scene after the credits, still in Monica and Rachel's place. And they're trying to figure out if there's a woman who Chandler broke up with, like, for a real reason. And, you know, meanwhile, Mr. Heckles is banging up from below deck, as he always does and um he comes upstairs and lets them know that he is they are disturbing his birds mm. um, but they're like you don't have birds and he says but he could have birds mm. which is funny because like he's kramer right yeah
0: show me the levels
1: exactly but also he's kramer right yeah from the, from the, the literally, literally yes yeah. yes the actor so it's funny that he's yeah uh um, but so he, uh, they agreed to. You know, he's like, "Please, but I could And he's like, "Fine, I'm going back. I have to go back downstairs to my dinner party. Yeah. Um, in my bathrobe. Yeah, uh, Mr. Harkless is great. Uh, um, Chandler, enjoy uh, him now off. Yeah, seriously, Um, Chandler is like, I got it, Janice. Janice is the one. Mm -hmm. Like, I broke up with her with legitimate reasons. She was annoying. Uh, She was terrible, and they all make fun of Jan. You know, they all do Janice impressions. Yeah, and it annoys me very much because, like,
0: later on in the episode, when when Chandler has to call someone, like, I understand it from the perspective of the show why he's calling Janice because that's the ex of his who we know best. But from the narrative of the episode. Everyone just agreed she is the one Chandler X he was fully justified in breaking up with. So she would be literally the last one that he should call. He could call any other one
1: before her in, yeah. in, his,
0: in his effort to just find somebody, basically. Right.
1: Um, yeah, I th- I feel like somebody does kind of say that, but maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe I was just thinking that too. Well, no, it's,
0: it's Janice who told him, you love me and you will always come back to me. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. You love me,
1: Chandler Big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, uh, you know, he's uh, knocking below Mr. Heckles again, and Monica stamps down. Everybody stamps down. They're going back and forth with Mr. Heckles, um, and he stops knocking and they high five in victory. Cut they to. Won. Yes. Paramedics rolling yeah. Mr. Heckles corpse out of the apartment. Mm-hmm. And the super tells them that Mr. Heckles must have died while sweeping because he was found within a broom mm-hmm. in his hands. Mm-hmm. And they all feel very guilty. Um, we have a curb co- connection here, right? The super.
0: Oh yes, yes. He was
1: uh, AAMCO, AMC, double yes, He uh, yeah. he steals Larry's seat at the dinner party.
0: Yes, early on. Maybe it was <laughs> the same dinner party that uh, Heckles was hosting.
1: <laughs> Maybe sounds like a yeah. great to re- Imagine Larry David and Heckles at the same dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they must have met each other. They were on the set of Seinfeld together. That's right. That's right. Um, well, Mr. Heckles was Larry's across the neighbor, across the hall neighbor. I guess so.
0: Yeah, in a in a manner of speaking.
1: Yeah. Um. So, it's actually like that's like a very like Mister like Mister Peter because it's like Larry, who is George. Yes. Is across the hall neighbor with Kenny Mr. Kramer Hec- with Mister Heckles with Cosmo Kramer who Who's is yes. Cosmo Kramer who lived across the hall from Jerry. Yeah. Who is Gary? Yes. But
0: in real life, it was Larry David who lived across the hall from Candy Kramer.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, it's all very confusing. Yeah. Um, so Phoebe consents Mr. Heckle's spirit still in the building. And they all, you know, she's like yelling for the spirits to go in the light, and they all like, you know, making fun of her, don't believe her. And they're like, she's like, scoff away. There's lots of things that you believe that uh, you know could you know could be not true.
0: Well, the actual line she says, which makes yeah. no sense at all, okay. is she says, there's a lot of things that I don't believe in, but that doesn't mean they're not true, right. The first half of that sentence and the second half of that sentence make no sense. If you don't believe in them, then that means that you think that they are not true. If you think they are true, then that means you do believe in them.
1: Right. Say it again. I don't i I don't I don't I don't hear it that way. Say okay. it again. This is what Phoebe says. There's yeah. a lot of things that I don't believe in, right? But
0: that doesn't mean they're not true. Just because right. I don't believe in those things doesn't mean those things aren't true. They are true, right. I'm
1: just wrong, basically. Right. She's saying she's willing to admit she's wrong. She's saying there's things that I don't believe in, like ghosts, for example, but that doesn't mean there's not ghosts. Just because I don't believe in them. But then That's what she, she's if, saying. If
0: if you're saying that if you're saying there's not just because
1: I don't believe in them doesn't believe doesn't mean they don't exist I could be wrong and they it, do exist. She, she does a double. So negative. she's so she's saying that to them. Just because you don't believe in them doesn't mean you're right. Maybe I'm right. And they do exist. That's all she's saying. No, but like don't be okay, so sure. Hold on, hold on. She,
0: she gives a double negative. She says that doesn't no, mean they're it's not, not a double true. Negative. That means no. Her sentence is she says doesn't mean they're not true. A right. Just because. That, hold on, hold on. So so the a simpler say, part of saying that sentence is they are true, right. Doesn't mean they're not true. Means they are true,
1: right? Just because. I mean, no, 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 no. We're not. I'm just. I'm just. Let's establish this. No, but the, the first. Head. The first part is what makes this. That the second part necessary to write it to say it that way. No, it but, doesn't make but, sense the other way.
0: But, but that's my point. It doesn't make like. No, you,
1: your way doesn't make sense.
0: She is saying there are things I don't believe in, but even though I don't believe in them, they still exist.
1: But they could you exist. think they exist, they could
0: exist. She, she doesn't. She doesn't say they could. The word "could" doesn't appear in that sentence. Yes, doesn't mean they're not true. They are not true. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no
1: pos- there's no, there's no um, pos- in that sentence. She doesn't, read it doesn't read mean it, they could it be true. Read it again. Okay. Read it again. This is a riveting podcast. There's a lot
0: of things I don't believe
1: in. Right. So there's there's a category of things that she believes okay. are not true. Okay. Now, despite just because- the fact, oh, 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 I just want to yes. explain the context. Yes. So just because context is very important. Yes um so despite the fact that she does not believe that these things are true yeah continue
0: that doesn't mean they're not true she Correct. doesn't she doesn't say that doesn't mean they might not be true she says that, that doesn't mean they are not true that they does are not, not true
1: that does not mean they are not true they could be true but but she doesn't say could you're inserting <laughs> you, words that no she i'm not say.
0: I'm, I'm explaining you're still reading this completely wrong this is ridiculous uh, what, what i'm saying is because what she says doesn't make any sense. What she's no, what she saying, says is she's openly saying sense. I'm an ignoramus. I choose no. to believe things I know are
1: incorrect. That's no, she's, she's saying. saying even though she she's saying she's admitting she could be wrong. You are completely misinterpreting her words. I, I think she's just choosing to
0: live in a no. world where she where no. and, and unfortunately no. the world she <laughs> no. lives in is the no. one that most people live in, which is no. very frustrating. No, it's the opposite. Like she's saying
1: she's saying the exact opposite of what you're accusing her of. She is saying that she admits that she might be wrong. That There are things that she believes do not exist, and despite the fact that she believes they do not exist, she admits they might be true. But then that doesn't – okay, but then
0: she doesn't believe they don't exist. She is not sure. She is agnostic as to whether or not they –
1: No, she's saying this is what I believe, but I admit I could be wrong. But you have beliefs that are that you could believe you could be wrong about. Unless you're completely narcissistic, no. Absol- then, 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 then they're not. Then, then yes, that is I, a belief. I,
0: I tend to be in one direction over another, but no, I'm not
1: certain. A belief doesn't have to be absolutes. You could believe something, but but leave room for possibility. Uh, uh, there are, that are no you're big wrong.
0: beliefs and small beliefs. There are just beliefs.
1: No, there are. There are, <laughs> and that I think that says a lot about you as a person that you believe that. I I I,
0: I try not to speak in absolutes when I'm not sure. <laughs> right.
1: So you're right. There, there are things. If you, you ask say, me, I, do I believe in God? I would not answer that question because I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. So I think there are lots of people that would say, Yes, I believe in God, but that's I'm not exactly sure.
0: That's exactly the point I'm making. Most people live in a world where they choose to believe things no, they know no. aren't true.
1: You didn't even finish like the sentence. I think people would say, I believe in God, but I'm not sure. I think there are plenty of people who would say that. It could still be belief okay, and fine, you're not sure. Whatever. You're completely misunderstanding the sentence. That's fine. You don't want to you're not you don't want to admit that you're misunderstanding the sentence. Uh, that's the also bank. fine. Yeah. We can move on. Uh, I'm I, just frustrated. Hundred percent of who people who listen to this will agree with me. I I will take that to the bank.
0: I agree with you that, that most people live no, in a no. world with the, they,
1: with the interpretation of the line. 100% of listeners will agree with me.
0: I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that interpretation. I'm frustrated right. with that interpretation because that interpretation right. is inherently contradictory.
1: I, it's not.
0: It's people it's not. choosing to believe things that they themselves are acknowledging might not even be true, and they're basing their lives on false things, and that's why we live in the shitty world we live in. If no, people lived in a world be- of you- facts and reality, then we wouldn't have these problems.
1: Okay. There are plenty of things that you believe it that you believe that you are not 100% sure are true.
0: Well, I, I, I think there's a big difference in belief and hope. Now, it might just be that people say the word belief when they don't really believe things, and that's true. Most people believe in God don't believe in God. That I'm 100% certain of. Most people I go to synagogue with every week claim they believe in God. The way they live their lives does not comport with what they claim they believe. They are lying, whether they're lying to themselves or they're lying to everyone so else. Take,
1: or- so let's take the, the example from the episode. Do you believe sure. in evolution? Do I believe in evolution? Yeah. Do you believe in evolution? Sure. Are you a hundred percent it's sure it's correct? Based on what we know now, yes. A hundred percent. Again, they're No, could based be... on what we know is not a valid thing. Do you are you a hundred percent sure it's correct? Again, but every everything is always Are changing, you a hundred percent sure it's that's You're, the you point always, of the episode. You can, you can always only base it on. You can only
0: always base it on. But then you can't be hundred percent
1: sure. So then you can't be hundred percent sure, which is the entire point of the episode. Is Phoebe convincing Ross? Don't be hundred percent sure because there's no. Nothing but Phoebe that's 100%. she's just messing with Ross just to fuck around with him, and she feels bad that he caved so quickly.
0: No, she doesn't
1: even believe anything she's saying. She's just doing it to screw around with him. She's just I, having fun manipulating She him. doesn't think that he's going to admit it, but that is what she believes, which is what she originally says at the beginning of the episode, which is, I believe in certain things, but I'm willing to admit that I could be wrong about them, which you're mis- misinterpreting, and it's uh, the whole I point of the that, whole episode uh, yeah, I don't think is that, that Ross saying. shouldn't be yeah. so sure of himself. Uh, I don't, but has I, I don't strongly think held beliefs. She...
0: I don't think she's saying she could be wrong. I think she's she saying, I'm, saying a, I'm a flighty, flusy person nope. who believes nope. in things I know aren't incorrect because it's <laughs> nope. more fun to believe in that world. No, nope. the same nope. reason people you're, believe in ghosts
1: and people believe in all kinds of magic. No, nope. and, and you're mishikas. misinterpreting what she's saying. Uh, I don't and, think and, so. And, and by I'm virtue, you're, misinterpre- her, you're misunderstanding the entire episode. I'm, I'm reading her words very literally. <laughs> okay, the the episode that's what this, that's the entire central thrust of the episode is the argument between Phoebe and Ross, where Phoebe. Wants Ross to admit that there's a possibility that he could be wrong and that he'll never admit that he's there's a possibility he's wrong. He always needs everyone to agree with him and confirm that he's right. I agree with you about that. So he needs so he needs so he wants him to admit that just like she says at the beginning just like i have things that i believe and i'm willing to admit that i believe them other people don't believe them maybe i'm right maybe i'm not this is what i believe yeah but, you she doesn't, be but you're, to... you're
0: you're putting all those words in her mouth I'm not, she it's, a, that. It's,
1: it's completely what she says
0: no she explicitly doesn't say that and that's what bothers me because and and the fact that she right, openly admits later been, to ross so i was just now messing now with you is the everything she's saying in this episode is a long con her goal in this episode is just to screw around with ross
1: i don't think it's a con i think she's just surprised
0: yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I think she's a, a flighty floozy, wishy washy, hippieish person who's sort of, yeah, oh, I believe in karma and I believe in this now. What does it mean? Oh, who knows? And like those are the kind of people who frustrate me in life. So I think we should as much as possible aspire to uh base our 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 quote unquote beliefs in the evidence as we have it not um and, and again i don't think she's saying i might be wrong i think she's saying i am wrong and i don't care anyways cuz it's more fun no, to believe it this way she's Wh- which that. is what i think most people do including me in some ways including you like everybody does that but you know if we do it with harmless things like who's going to win a sports game that's fine if we do it with more consequential things we live in the world that the broken world we live in so
1: anyway this
0: is a long digression
1: <laughs> one second i want that digression we got to the whole you the whole central thrust of the episode not being understood by you okay all right one second i want to find, find this scene now I have the script open. That's what I'm reading. Okay, so send it to me. Send me a link.
0: We'll Mm. spend more time on this. By the way, the examples she gives are crop circles, the Bermuda Triangle, and evolution, right? Those are three things she doesn't believe in. Right. See, I just, the the problem is she didn't say the word could. So you're just saying that the word could is implied in what she says. It doesn't mean they couldn't be true is what you think she, she's intending to
1: say. doesn't mean they're not true. They are not true. Not right. They it could not be true. In fact, does,
0: they are not true. doesn't mean they are not true. means they are true. That's what a double negative does in
1: a sentence. It no, doesn't it doesn't mean they are not true. Her belief is not what makes them not true.
0: Oh, oh I see God. what you're
1: saying. Oh!
0: <laughs> so it's... It's it's her belief is not the dispositive factor on whether or not they are true or not.
1: Correct. Just because I don't believe they are true doesn't mean they're not true.
0: Correct. But by acknowledging that you are acknowledging, I believe things that That might not that might not be true. Doesn't mean she never says the word might in the sentence or the word could in the sentence. It
1: does not mean. So that that means that does not mean that they are true. She didn't say they are true. She said they're not true. Anyway, Sorry, it does not talking. mean that they are not true. Which le- so if if it meant that they are not true, then that would mean that the fact that I believe something is not true means that it is not true.
0: Which I which ironically is another form of hippie dippish, which I hate, which is people think, oh, you just believe things then you create in the world. She
1: is saying the exact opposite, which is in this sense, just yes. because
0: uh, okay. fine, I'll concede that point. Hooray. Okay.
1: So we can move on. Now to the episode. Okay. Like crops. Oh my god. <laughs> I was pulling teeth.
0: Yeah. Um, whatever, just Ross's whole conversation with Phoebe about evolution and gravity. It just reminds me of so many frustrating conversations that I (laughs) that that we have nowadays. Basically, Phoebe is like our friend Steen, for example. Just people who choose to believe (laughs) in conspiracy theories. Again, they claim that What do you mean? He's great at walking. Yeah, but 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 okay, but let's use him as an example. And if he listens to this, listen, Steve, you know I love you, even though I'm comparing to Phoebe here. Like (laughs) He's all everything he's always saying, and he even admits this sometimes in moments of candor. He says, Do I really believe this? Eh, it riles you guys up. And, 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 and like he says, Maybe I believe it 20%, 30%. So he even admits when he's being completely in full candor that he doesn't really believe the things that he says he believes. And that's right. sort of my issue with Phoebe. I don't think, I don't think people who believe in crop circles and ghosts and the Loch Ness Monster really believe those things. I think that they're choosing to because it's fun and they're choosing to suspend reality uh, and they make it frustrating for those of us trying to live in the reality based universe.
1: Right. So, I mean, I, I think that there could be like, you know, something like I, I, I agree she's messing with him when she's like, well, then who put the bones there? Like, yeah. who, but it's more just like she's like, whatever. I don't know. Like, I, I think that's the central thing is like people
0: are the ones who are voting and like deciding like are, are the leaders of the world at the moment. Oh, so that's yeah Well, you know, you
1: yeah, what percentage
0: the... is it? Americans that believe in ghosts or angels or that sort?
1: I always say two things, politicians and movies. We got what we deserve. Because we decide so mm. that's that um seventy
0: percent um, of Americans believe in angels okay yeah do I believe
1: that... that they believe that I don't know <laughs> anyway. what percent believe yeah what <laughs> percent of the seventy percent yeah I'm um, saying, what
0: people uh profess to say that they
1: believe in in the way they live their lives is is in great conflict that's all I'm saying yeah, so Phoebe Phoebe doesn't like evolution because it's just, like, too convenient. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, what? This, like, multi-billion-year process of, like, intricate patterns and complex equations is is convenient? Um, and we meet Mr. Heckle's attorney. is played by this guy, Danny Doyle, who was on a bunch of shows, All in the Family, MASH, The Love Boat. And he informs them that Mr. Heckles has left them all of his earthly possessions because he had no family. Now, here's my question.
0: Is this, is this a white elephant gift? Because they imply, yeah, this was his last move to us to screw us.
1: That's what Monica thinks eventually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But like, just because they think, and now we get to what you believe in what they, like, just because they think it's junk doesn't mean that he thought it was junk. And also like, yes, he died leaving sort of everything in a, in a state of unreadiness to, to, to go. But he didn't think he was going to die when he died,
1: presumably. Right. He probably. But that's probably, so, how, but that's probably how he always lived.
0: Yeah. Well, I, in other words, but I'm just wondering, do you think that he left this to, to harm them, as Monica theorizes? Because I yes. don't think so.
1: No, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. I think he knows he's screwing that. He's leaving that with uh, <laughs> something to take care of. I think it's a sad reflection of the fact that he has no one in his life. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Um, I love how we – We uh, his his book of grievances – Mm-hmm. Um, excessive noise due to the Italian guy Yes And then we find out the Italian guy's Game gay roommate, roommate yeah. Bought uh, dry cleaning yeah. um, I will say he is uh, Mr. Heckles had a very um, woke impression of Joey Because I do not think Stereotypical Joey in 1995 Is having a gay roommate
0: Yeah probably Although I mean he's an aspiring actor I feel like that world was more
1: conducive to. It could uh, be but I don't yeah. know Joey's persona he's, yeah. he's not having a gay roommate I don't yeah.
0: think I mean, Joey's the 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 woke Italian guy from Queens. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, he's an
1: actor. Um, yeah. Um. So we f- see that Rachel has this like lamp that she wants, and she wants Monica. It's like very, this like very tacky. Um, you know, one that Monica is not. Uh, she not Monica's not interested in this lamp, and. We find that you know she, rent a, uh, Rachel, like learns from this discussion that like he gets the impression that Monica doesn't like view her as an equal in the an apartment that she's just like it's Monica's place and Rachel is renting an apartment there, um, which which should be <laughs> how Monica views it, because it's her family's apartment. Um, so clearly that wasn't counted at this point. Correct. Right. Because otherwise, that would be an yeah. absurd thing. Yeah. Me. I mean, I mean, it still could, like, it's like Monica has a very good claim to it if she was there before and she's, like, let Rachel move in with her. Yeah. Uh, but certainly if it's her family's place, it's, like, not even a question.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Ross is, um, you know, showing her how opposable clubs work. And Phoebe just wants to disagree, uh, doesn't understand why he's so obsessed with this. And Chandler is reading Mr. Heckle's yearbook and uh, sadly learning that I actually had a lot in common. Um, And as they're all sitting there, they're being constantly interrupted by stomping noises for Rachel and Monica's place where it turns out are extremely loud and annoying. And they're yeah. like, oh, wow, Mr. Heckles wasn't wrong. Uh, by way, back
0: seat. to the white elephant-ness of this gift. Like, why would Monica and Rachel have signed without first finding out what it is that they were getting?
1: Um, Because they are impulsive and they thought they were getting stuff. Yeah, and I they, guess when so. They're yeah. poor and they're like, great, we'll yeah. take stuff. Yeah, that's true.
0: I um, When I bought my house, I told the people that were selling it to us, I said, Hey, we're moving from a small apartment in the city to this larger house in the suburbs. We don't have any stuff. So anything that you wanna, you know, that you don't want to take with you, don't even throw it out, just leave it there, because we'll probably need it, at least in the short term. Which was a very yeah. dumb thing to say. <laughs> I basically told them, Leave a bunch of junk. And they did. And then I yeah, did. So yeah. yes, that was a dumb thing for me to say. I should have walked through and seen what I was being offered.
1: Um, yeah. So um, Chandler gets, you know, so so ticked off by his situation that he grabs the broom, knocks at the ceiling and storms off. Oh, yes.
0: By the way, Mr. Scary Science Man, as um, Phoebe likes to call Ross in this episode, he's wearing an absolutely ridiculous 90s suit. Yeah, very, uh, very scary science, and, very scary 90s very, man here. I believe you, though. I mean, you must remember, like when we were in high school, like like we would wear like four button uh, suits. That was like the norm. Yeah, three was a like a minimum.
1: A lot, yeah, a lot. Yeah, three, well, yeah. Well, you know, if you do the double breasted, it was always still two. But yeah, a lot of people. Well, but, but, so. Yeah,
0: but double breasted suits were out by the. It way. was the out. 90s.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, then they came back, but yeah, they were out for like ten years. Yeah, zoot suits. I think, uh, I think those were. Yeah, everyone was doing the three button with the vests. Mm. Oh, it was so annoying. Yeah. More, put them in more clothes. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so Joey walks in and sees that um, later that night, Chandler has been awake all night going through Mr. Heckle's stuff. And he's looking over these... Apparently Mr. Heckle's kept a collection of pictures of his former women that he dated that he rejected for very petty reasons, much like Chandler. And Chandler starts to get really nervous that he's going to die alone and that he never find anyone. He may have already rejected his soulmate and then he's on a train to Hecklestown. And... He begs Joey, like, you know, when, we, when you get older, and you get married, you have a family. Will you please let me come to your family's house <laughs> for the holidays? And Joey won't even commit to this hypothetical. That's how pathetic Chandler feels. Mm. So Chandler marches off. He's determined not to be left end up alone. And he runs right back into Janice's arms. He decides that uh, this is my last chance. And Janice walks into Central Park to meet up Chandler only for us to discover that she is extremely pregnant. Now, I did not remember this at all. I don't know if you did. I I very much remember another big instance of Janice being pregnant, much later in the series. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but that I think is a very famous one. Um, but I I didn't remember this. That and I don't. I, and I'm kind of confused because I don't remember Janice having a kid. So
0: it's also know. it it's how much time has transpired that this has all happened yeah, already. It's
1: all interesting. I don't know. I think mean, the season passed, so who knows.
0: I guess that's true. Well, no, but the seasons ended with no time in between, right? It was the very same night season one ended and season two began.
1: Right, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. So I don't know what's going on. Um, but um, it's not his. She's happily married. And although she could have told him this over the phone, she mm, wouldn't yeah. miss the chance to see the look on his face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... We're at Monica and Rachel's place, and Rachel is loving the new lamp. Um, Monica's, you know, trying to come up with ways to trick her into, um, you know, getting rid of the lamp. She wants to play hide the lamp. She claims to be allergic to the shellfish. And Ross comes in. He has his briefcase of facts, and here he is here to convince Phoebe that evolution is the only possibility. That's all there is. There's there's nothing else going out there. Just mm. evolution. Yeah. And here then this is where she gives him the list of all the other things that scientists were sure of that they eventually admitted, oh, it's actually more complicated or we were just wrong. And Ross admits that maybe there's possibly a teeny tiny possibility that he could be wrong about evolution. And Phoebe can't believe it. She can't believe he caved. He's like, I used to at least respect you, but now you just abandoned your whole belief system on a dime. Um, You know, you're pathetic. I don't even know how you're going to face your coworkers tomorrow. And Ross goes, you know, he just runs out. He's fighting back the tears. He's so broken by Phoebe's destruction. So we continue as Phoebe offers to take Rachel and Monica out for a celebratory meal. And while putting on her coat, it gets stuck in the lamp and it falls and it breaks and she tries to, you know, say, oh, it was an accident, but Rachel's not buying it. She, you know, she thinks this is, you know, clearly she was just trying to get rid of the lamp that she didn't like. Mm. Maybe even subconsciously she was. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we see it. It looks legitimate. Like, yeah. You know, an accident. Mm. She's a good, um, good actor. Even Phoebe doesn't buy it. Yeah. Like, she, she wants ha- the <laughs> See wants Now, to Phoebe. Igno- <laughs> Well, that was saying that she doesn't believe her. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, no. So that was Phoebe saying that I don't believe you. I want to believe you. Yeah, you're
0: definitely broken. Basically, yeah,
1: yeah. So Chandler's devastated because now he's lost his safety school. Um, You know, now I'm definitely going to die alone. I couldn't even get Janice. Um, Now I'm going to have to go get a snake because, like, I'm going to be one of these old guys. I need to have, like, a hook. And, like, I'm going to be, like, this crazy old snake man. The kids are going to be scared of me. And they're all just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're fine. Like, everything you're saying about yourself... You know, the the guys who like go out with women and then complain that no one is good enough and then there's nobody good and I'm alone. Um, that's that's just men, that's all the men. Um, you're not a freak, you're just a guy. And you know, and listen, like, you, you just realize that you're ready to take risks and be intimate, like, you're definitely not gonna have them alone, like, you're ready now. And like, she was like, Yeah, look, you were so desperate, you were so much want commitment that you called Janice, who you hate and the word is just the, the mentioning of commitment uh chandler goes nuts he runs out and there you know the progress seems to have been reversed yes. we uh we end off at mr heckle's place uh monica allows rachel to take the uh the clock to replace the the other <laughs> lamp that she hated and We find out that Chandler's going out on a date. It's with a coworker that he likes, but he always avoided asking her out because he didn't want to have to date this woman with a big head, but I'm not gonna care about stuff like that anymore. And they all take a few moments to uh, honor Mr. Heckles. Monica is uh, magnified on her tush and everyone laughs. And Chandler says goodbye to bid Mr. Heckles adieu and promises to try to keep it down.
0: Yeah, and like the, the slow, sad music at the end of this episode is absolutely ridiculous to me. Like, w- <laughs> we don't care about Mister Heckles. He was like, yeah, he was a plot device who we all laughed at, and then he died, and that itself was funny. So it, it, they're trying a little bit too hard here with the side. Yeah,
1: although like. the, the episode has tried to kind of like capture his humanity by like having Chandler see, yeah, like the commonality yes. with him. But yeah. um, you know, fair enough. I definitely, yeah, you know, you're definitely not supposed to care about Mister Heckles. Yeah, they haven't established him as a character that you should be sad to see out here. Um and then yeah, we have uh Chandler at his date and uh you know, he's trying to uh start afresh, but all you can think about is her big head.
0: And this head is like too big. It's a cartoonish. It looks like a Simpsons head.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty big. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, he's my he's my best friend. Well, let me ask you, who's your best friend in this episode?
1: Um, I'm going to go with Mr. Heckles. I think he's he's great, and I think it's uh, a good homage. Uh, we bit him a do great character actor. Um, and I honestly, I, I remembered his time at Friends as longer than it was. Um, it was much too short.
0: Yeah, I, I I didn't really have anybody here. I was sort of grasping at straws, which I guess sort of is indicative of how I felt about the episode in general. I guess I'll say Mr. Heckles also, just because, look, he uh, he left them all his earthly belongings. That was nice. Um, as as I said, I'm not even sure that it was a white elephant. I think that he thought it was cool stuff and nice stuff and worthwhile stuff, even if uh, if uh, you know, or the reasonable standard might, personal might think that it was crap. You're a fucking asshole. That's what you are. The fucking asshole here, and I think it's not a surprise to the fight we had earlier. It's Phoebe for being an annoying, <laughs> ignorant conspiracy theorist. I I can't stand these people. They're annoying to deal with, and they ruin the world.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Ross because uh, I think he's an asshole.
0: Yeah.
1: But <laughs> um, it's just like being a bully to Phoebe the entire episode and yeah. just like won't let her just think what she thinks. And it's like fine to think she's an idiot, but like, just like leave her alone if she wants to think. For sure. Stupid. Yes. Yeah,
0: that's true. I mean, she, she's she's a very benign
1: version of. Correct. Uh, right. No, nothing bad is going to happen if Phoebe believes her. Yeah. Things that she she's not going to
0: gonna start marching in. You know, exactly. Yeah. All right.
1: Why, it's dinner for six, five steaks and an eggplant for Phoebe.
0: Let's get to our steaks and eggplants. Ross, he tried a little bit too hard, I guess, to convince his silly friend, Phoebe, but um, I will give him a sympathy stake just because, as I said, I, I've been there getting in these ridiculous arguments with these people, um, and so I give him a sympathy stake. Um, I'm giving Phoebe the eggplant because, as I said, she annoyed me. Rachel got a nice lamp. She got a nice clock, so she's going to get a nice stake. Uh Chandler, I, I guess we're supposed to feel good for him that he had this emotional development and maturity in this episode, so... I'll give him two stakes for that but whatever I just you know I'm not loving this episode Monica um you know that feeling where you really didn't do something but your friends don't believe you like that <laughs> that's Monica with the broken lamp and so I feel for her so I'm giving her a sympathy stake just like I gave her brother because uh, she didn't break the lamp even though no one believes her and um Joey uh, was he even in this episode what did Joey do in this episode
1: he was a talented guy who had sex yeah yeah but but at other times not in the yeah, episode yeah. yeah so uh those are my stakes in our class. what about you okay um, I am going to say that the eggplant goes to Ross Um, for the same reason that he's a fucking asshole. Um, in terms of stakes, yeah, there's not a lot to go around, really. Um, I'm definitely going to start off. I'm definitely throwing one to Phoebe to start because I think she gets the best of... The um, the Ross argument. Um, I'm gonna give one to Chandler for you know personal growth. We'll say even if it briefly retracts at the end. I think uh, Chandler has a good episode. He's very funny. I, I very I very much love like nervous like yeah. um, the nervous energy from Chandler. Um, I'll say one to Rachel because she um, she wins and gets an even uglier lamp into the apartment than originally. Uh, much to Monica's uh, begrudging nature. Um, and then, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think I could really give any to either Joey or Monica. Um, I think I'm gonna top off uh, Phoebe and Chandler, and give them two each, one to Rachel, I plant to Ross.
0: Okay. Is it time for the postman?
1: Yeah, uh, postman, postman, uh, come uh, here! here Tell okay. the neighborhood. I guess there was some screw up at the damn post office. <laughs> <laughs> To tell me about it <laughs> yeah yeah the u.s post office no more like u.s lost office <laughs> <laughs> what are they irish Ashana! maybe you should have given me some candy you're a lousy jew we have a few postmen this week um we have raj Krishnan, who says he looks forward to hearing from us in season 12 of curb um, he's been listening to our podcast again but he's never gotten into friends for some reason um this is normally we were we would hear from Amir Benarsh, but uh he did not write in, so mm. uh sorry, Amir. You gotta write in for us to read it. We can't just make something up. That would be dishonest.
0: We're not sideline reporters.
1: No. Jim Crumley says the one where Mr. Heckles dies is top tier friends. Ross is so relatable, though I usually only go full Ross when arguing with people (laughs) on the internet. Chandler's touching storyline actually works. See, Jim's on
0: my side on the Ross
1: movie thing. I think that he should have kept the broom and the yearbook 4.2 out of 5. Come with, guys, Mr. Heckles, the fucking asshole is Janice for trolling Chandler. The the eggplant goes to Monica. She has to loosen her grip on the apartment. Two stakes to Phoebe for standing up to her and then trolling Ross. (laughs) Two stakes to Ross for arguing violently, but then knowing what to call it a day. One stake to Chandler for taking the side and then trying to grow up. P.S. I'm sorry that last week's message was not more helpful to you. (laughs) Yes, all the gym. Um, Zach Brooks says the building superintendent where they take heckle's body out looks so familiar did he ever pop up on curb he sure did a memorable episode that really wasn't very funny or good steak goes to jen's for moving on past chandler heckles for getting all his stuff to the core six Mm -hmm. and the eggplant goes to heckles for dying two tough crowd. yeah seriously man um and olin allen says this is maybe the first episode where the sentimental ending today totally hit me as it was meant to so he he uh wow. he's against you. While I would back up Ross on the scientific evidence, I hate his pig petted self-righteous attempts he makes to try to engage in pursuing Phoebe.
0: Yeah. And I guess the ultimate question is like to what end? Like if, right? If, 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 right. If, yeah, what's the purpose right. of Phoebe?
1: Yeah. Three stakes to Phoebe, one for the great comic script design top, one for missing Janice and her impression. And one for her great evisceration of Ross. Two stakes to Chandler for bonding over the great Mr. Heckles and admiring who he was, while also having the sense to try to get back with the glowingly fun, beautiful Janice. The eggplant goes to Rachel. Come on, how much rent is she paying? Even if it is rent-controlled or a grandma's gift to Monica, Monica is doing her the massive favor. when Monica manages the decor as she wishes. The best friend has to be raised and obsessed Mr. Heckles. (laughs) Farewell, dear friend. The fucking asshole is Ross, like the worst politician, feeling that you are right and shouting that at people rather than trying to engage them through gentle persuasion and win them over. Mm-hmm. He gives the episode 4.2 moo points. Very nice episode with Phoebe's put down of Ross, the obvious highlight.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm shocked to hear these um, very high votes for, for from Jamin Olin uh, because as we get to my moo points,
1: this is all a moo point. <laughs> huh. A moo point? <laughs> Yeah, it's Moo.
0: This was, to me, a second consecutive bad episode. Nothing happened. Nothing was really funny in particular. Um, Chandler discovering he has issues with women, like, that's not new. Chandler going back to Janice, that's not new. Like, we've already seen all of that. Like, they shouldn't be repeating storylines so early into the second season of a show. Um, I think this episode's even slightly worse than last week's episode, so I will give it just one and a half Moose.
1: Oh, that's very low. Okay, yeah, so I'm... uh... Probably not quite as high up as Jim or Olin, but I uh, I thought this episode was pretty fun. Um, I thought the Mister Heckle stuff is great. I think he's just like it's a great last hurrah to him. Um, I think the Chandler storyline is very fun, um, even if it's a little bit rehashed. I think it's a different spin. I love the Matthew Perry energy in this episode. Um, and I think the um, I think the way that Phoebe beats Ross is really fun. So um, I think there's enough to like in this episode. I agree it's not like the best episode, but I'm gonna give it a very solid three point six. Um, top 10 episode for me. So Wow. Out of 27.
0: Okay. So then how does that average altogether?
1: Average altogether. Um, 3.1 for the listeners, 1.5 for you, 3.6 for me. And it comes out to a 2.73, number 21 overall. Hmm. All right. So, yeah, I really dragged that one down overall.
0: Don't you hate to be continued on TV? I mean, the whole reason you watch a TV show is because it ends. If I wanted a long, boring story with no point to it, I have my life. (laughs) Uh, next week hopefully things are looking up a little bit. It is the one with Phoebe's husband. This is an episode I instantly remember. Uh, he is a French Canadian figure skater who's trying to get a, a green card or, or some kind of citizenship, is that correct? Something like that. He's yeah. gay, I think, but he's uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a it's an immigration related marriage to Phoebe.
1: Uh, that sounds right. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, we'll come back next week and we'll learn all about the laws of immigration and marriage.
1: Sounds great. Bye. Guys! Nice.